This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. We're going to get into a lot of what's going on with President Trump and his great speech the other day and uh, issues with Fox. We've got stuff on the Zuckerbergs, others. We've got a lot to get through uh, today, but we've got to get this um, uh, discussion about economics, capital markets, because it is uh, a firestorm right now. I know that I know you know this in your personal life, which has changed dramatically. Uh, let's go back, you know, because Trump talked about decoupling. We have to decouple. The CCP wants to decouple from us. We don't have to get sucked into a kinetic war in the South China Sea or the Straits of Taiwan uh, or about the defense of Taiwan. I think that that would be uh, not good uh, because if you model out all the war games, you know, we end up, you know, winning, but at a huge cost in, uh, in personnel and in, uh, in the Seventh Fleet. Uh, we can't do that anymore. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. We don't need to do that. We have all the leverage. We just have to use it. Talk to me. There's a story out. This is anything about Mobius, uh, your story on Mobius. Yes. Cortez. There's a story out today about the capital markets. And this, we're trying to give you leading indicators, of, right. you know, canaries in the mine shaft, that things are not right. They're, they're talking about the capital. Uh, they're doing the capital flight measures with the Chinese banks. In a big way that even the kids, the young people that come to college uh, throughout the world can't get their money. They can't get their money out. They can't get their credit cards paid. They can't. The Chinese banks are shutting down because all the elites are trying to get all their money out of China right now. They understand. They understand when they say when they say five percent, they mean zero. Right. At best. They're 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 economically upside down right now, and, and yeah. so but even talk from from the low to the high. Talk to us about Mobius, one of the worst of the of the take your money and put it in China. Yeah, first by, by the way, Steve, just briefly, I can't believe that you don't believe that white rage General Milley would be capable of achieving a swift victory for the United States in the South China Sea. You know, somehow you don't believe in our Pentagon brass right now. I, I wonder why. Uh, but to your point, look, we don't need to get into a kinetic shooting war. Clearly, we have so many other pressure points. We have so much leverage, particularly economically, and particularly given how beholden China is more than ever to the United States for growth. And to this point, what we see going on right now is uh, it has financially become sort of the Hotel California as far as deposits and investments in China. You can check in, but you can't ever leave. You can't get that money back out. And if we could show uh, slide number three, chart three, please. This is of Mark Mobius, and this was reported by Business Insider, not a MAGA publication, uh, but Mark Mobius saying, I can't get my money out. Now, who is Mark Mobius? If you don't follow financial markets, especially internationally, you might not know him, uh, but he is a billionaire. He is really the guru of emerging markets and has been for many, many decades. Steve, Mark Mobius has basically convinced Americans to, uh, to deploy their capital all over the world, but particularly to China. He has been an absolute fanboy for the Chinese model and for the CCP 
forever with wonderful benefits for Mark Mobius, uh, but to the terrible detriment of American investors, because emerging markets generally have been an awful investment compared to the United States. Even when the United States does poorly in terms of market performance, it has massively outperformed the emerging markets and has done so for decades. Nevertheless, slick salesmen like Mark Mobius, again, have been very successful at convincing a lot of Americans that China is some economic miracle that you need to participate in. But even Mark Mobius, okay, is waking up and is publicly saying, I can't get my money out. Okay, this is a critical moment. And this is an eye-opening moment, I think, for a lot of those ruling class people who wanted to pretend that the CCP is doing something miraculous over there rather than a lot of smoke and mirrors. And, and why is the CCP doing this right now? Why are they cracking down and telling Mark Mobius you can't have your money back? If we can go to chart number four, I'll show you the reason. Uh, and this, this is about trade, trade from China to the United States specifically. This is the cost of shipping a container across the ocean, either to the East Coast as the top line or to the West Coast as the bottom line. As you can see there, though, not really that much difference. And certainly in terms of the trend, uh, they're both almost identical. And the trend, and that chart goes back to the beginning of 2022, how much does it cost to ship a container? At the beginning of 2022, it costs 15000 to roughly $18,000 to go to either the East Coast or the West Coast of the United States from China. Since that time, Steve, those rates have plunged 90%, an absolute meltdown in those rates. Why? Because demand on our side of the Pacific stinks because of what Joe Biden is doing to the American economy, because the American consumer is in free fall. And that's not my opinion. Simply look at any consumer-related company, look at their stocks in recent quarters, absolutely decimated. Those stock charts actually look quite a bit like that chart of shipping rates from China to the United States. So the point is the CCP, the, the only good news here is that the CCP is being increasingly squeezed economically. And remember, Steve, the CCP has engaged for many, many decades in effectively a bargain, a bribe, if you will, with the Chinese people saying, you will accept and acquiesce to our tyranny, but we will deliver economic growth for you. That's sort of the grand bargain between the citizens of China uh, who have been abused by the CCP and the, and the junta in Beijing. Well, that bargain, that bribe, is starting to seriously break down. Now, ultimately, it's good news, but in the near term, it invites tremendous volatility, volatility for financial markets, volatility in terms of geo, uh, geopolitics and national security. So these are dangerous times for the United States, and these are the times that we need real leadership. And when I say real leadership, I don't mean sleepy Joe Biden uh, as commander in chief. I don't mean Raytheon, Lloyd Austin as secretary of state, and I sure don't mean white rage Milley uh, as the top general in the Pentagon. It's time for real leadership because these are dangerous and volatile times and likely to get more so. By the way, uh, Millie, uh, in the response to the great Matt Gates, remember Matt Gates were trying to force a, uh, a war powers resolution onto the floor to make Biden come and talk about the plan for Ukraine, which would be voted down, I believe. Uh, but, uh, you know, Gates went to the lower hanging fruit at first, not gained the traction on Ukraine. He went to Syria, all of our troops out of Syria. He fought Mark Milley, surprise, over the weekend goes to Syria with a big photo right. op there to talk about our strategy in Syria. we got to bring all these troops that got to come home. It's just okay. absurd of what we're doing now. we got them in Iraq. Iraq just cuts a big deal with China on output, another big output deal like Iran has, like Saudi has. Huge output deal, and they're going to, they're going to use it in uh, yuan, is going to convert into that, not U.S. dollars. So it's an opening shot 
of taking us out of being the prime reserve currency. By the way, Philip Patrick will join me tonight at 5 o'clock. we got a whole new – we teased it at CPAC. We're going to launch a whole new free They're called the Debt Trap, the third in the series on the fall of the dollar empire. Um, tomorrow – we'll get into tomorrow, but total – a total consumer debt of American citizens is now $16.9 trillion. Okay, and that's not going down. It's going up. Uh, of the millennials, people 30 to 38 years, 30 to 39 years old, it's $4 trillion. They've right. got the fastest increase of debt of any generation in our country's history. And they're about to right. get slaughtered, right, right. Because, um, because of all the, uh, the, the, the underpinnings in the drop of real wages, right? And right. they're going to get crushed. And now you're going to get into the big layoff season. Uh, Cortez, a couple of things I want to get to you. Uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. T- tell me about Wisconsin for a second, uh, about how important what's happening. It's not getting enough attention. Tell me about Wisconsin Correct. and the Supreme Court race. So I have a brand new article up on my Substack about the Wisconsin Supreme Court race, because I think that this is the most important race in America, probably in this year, in terms of the odd year in 2023. It is certainly the most important election that is front and center. It's now less than a month away. It's on April 4th. And it's a race that I think, Steve, even a lot of politically informed people are probably not paying attention to. Um, And we need to change that because we need the patriots energized, certainly in the Badger state. But in fact, all over the country because of how important this is. Now, why? Why would I say that a state Supreme Court race is so pivotal? Well, first of all, because Wisconsin is such a battleground state. Um, And not just, by the way, in recent elections. As I point out in my article, if we can pull up chart number one, uh, Wisconsin has been a battleground state for decades. If we look at the presidential vote, which I'm showing there, the blue, of course, being the Dems and the red, the Republicans going all the way back to 1992, going back 30 years. Steve, no candidate, no presidential candidate other than Barack Obama has gotten to 50 percent in Wisconsin. That shows you just how independently minded and what a battleground state Wisconsin is with a very strong populist streak. And that goes way back in history, okay, all the way back to La Follette on the left and to Joe McCarthy on the right. So this is a populist battleground independently minded state. So that's one reason it matters. But the other reason that it matters so significantly is that the Wisconsin Supreme Court uh, is divided. It is a 4-3 conservative liberal split right now with a conservative rolling off, meaning that that balance can be tilted. And so for every American who cares dearly about election security into 2024, into the presidential race, where Wisconsin could very well be conclusive. It could be the determinative state. That is certainly very possible, okay? We need a Supreme Court in Wisconsin who is willing to rule with fairness and with an eye on the Constitution rather than judicial activism from the bench. And there are two candidates I outline in detail who they are. Dan Kelly is the tested conservative who deserves and I think has earned the vote of every patriot in Wisconsin and has deserved the support, I think, of patriots all over the country, Dan Kelly. And he is going up against um, an extremely liberal Wisconsin judge. Uh, and she has promised, I, I give quotes in there, she has promised, for example, to overturn the map. The state legislature, the Republican legislature of Wisconsin, drew a map as is its constitutional, U.S. constitutional prerogative. And she has already pre-promised that she's going to overturn that map. So consequences for the U.S. House, where we won a seat. By the way, there was one net gain out of Wisconsin. It's now a 6-2 Republican delegation. But then also, most importantly, and I think 
what will most interest this audience is regarding the 2024 election. And by the way, that that Supreme Court, as it is presently constituted, gave a very momentous ruling just months ago in 2022, where it stated emphatically that, yes, the drop boxes of 2020 were 100% illegal, not according to Steve Cortez or Steve Bannon, according to the Supreme Court uh, of the state of Wisconsin. So that court has, for the most part, acted quite rationally. Uh, we want to keep it that way going forward to do that. Uh, again, this is not normally something that folks around the country would be would be engaged in, but I'm, I'm uh, pleading with you and persuading with you, please get engaged. This race matters tremendously. And if we don't elect, Dan Ke- elect Daniel Kelly now, I believe we might very well pay uh, a price for it in 2024 and thereafter. There's, do you agree with me? There's no, given where Pennsylvania is, there is no um, possibility of a Trump or another Republican uh, in the White House in 2024. You've got to run the tables yeah. in Arizona, Georgia, and Correct. Wisconsin. You agree with that, sir? I, I do. Yeah. You know, I think, unfortunately, that, you know, what will happen around Philadelphia makes the state of Pennsylvania almost unwinnable. I mean, look, we're going to fight there regardless. Uh, but I think you're right, Steve. Sadly, whoever the, the Republican nominee is, I think in all probability— probably cannot yeah. prevail in Pennsylvania, which means you must get Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin. Okay, we, we have to run the table in those other states and perhaps pick off a new state uh, that we didn't win last time or the last couple of times, places like Virginia and Minnesota. But it, Wisconsin is so absolutely critical right now. And if we elect, if we allow an activist liberal to tilt that court 4-3 in favor of the leftists, believe me, they're going to do everything they can to make Wisconsin into a Midwest version, an upper Midwest version of Pennsylvania. Big time. Cortez, how do people get to your Substack, all your content? Yeah, please follow me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve. I've got a brand new Chalk Talk up, brand new Substack up. Uh, Please check out my work and pay attention to Wisconsin, folks. Thank you. Uh, Okay, uh, Cortez. Thank you, brother Cortez. Uh, Jeff, let me bring in Jeff Clark. He's going to stick to the break. Clark, it couldn't have been a better tee up for you on the on the on the Zucker. You're here to talk about Zuckerberg, correct? That's correct. Uh, so yeah, it's it alarming be a better... to hear about that. <laughs> hang hang, but... one, hang hang one second. We're going to take a break. I just want to tee it up that we're doing a perfect transition from Cortez in the Wisconsin. Um, remember, the minority opinion in Wisconsin during the height of the fight is still one of the best ones about how they stole the 2020 election. Uh, and people should read that, including the people at Fox should read that in um, excruciating detail. Okay, short commercial break. Jeff Clark is going to join us on the other side about the eh, the criminality of the Zuckerbergs, I think. Can we talk about that? The Hofstra, I think, got some breaking news. It's going to be important. We're going to get into the whole Murdoch situation at Fox, trying to confront and stop President Trump. Uh, all of it next. Short commercial break. All next on the board. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. 
hedge inflation by owning gold, whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, Jeffrey Clark joins us, and Jeffrey, we're going to get into the Zuckerbergs momentarily, but I want to give this a perfect example of how the mainstream media purposely buries the lead. And as you know, we're trying to work out some sort of town hall or something for the folks to support the folks in East Palestine. Go to this, and if Denver, I know they just got it, but if they could put it up. Talk to me, Clark, about this. You're seeing political careers destroyed. It's one of the reasons I'm so upset with Fox is that there was no live coverage uh, there's no live coverage of President Trump going to East Palestine. President Trump, because President Trump is a driver of the action. President Trump is what I call a forcing function. You need forcing functions in these situations to kind of impel the protagonist to kind of impel, you know, drive action. That is what Trump is best at. And that's why I'm going to commit this. We're going to do a, a, a breakdown on major policies that Trump talked about the other day which are incredibly powerful. And you think of what he talked about and the implication of those, it's incredibly powerful. And this is why the Ken Griffins, Mitch McConnell, Murdoch uh, have a sworn a blood oath to stopping. Okay? Because what he's talking about is totally different than the way this country's run today. Um, when he went to East Palestine, Fox did not cover a second of it live. They had some clips that night, but no live coverage. When even CNN and MSNBC picked him up, particularly CNN did a pretty good job that day. Um... But CNN's had the story that the political careers, because DeWine doesn't really count. You know, he's he's got Josh Shapiro wants to be president and Pete Buttigieg wants to be president. I believe that in this process, it'll be the destruction of both of their political careers as national political figures when all the information comes out, particularly Buttigieg, who I think obviously now, given the clownish, childish uh, appearance he made out there uh, right after Trump went. Um I think guts him as a – look, I always thought it was a joke, but I think even now people on the, the center and the left realize he's unsellable. But CNN had this article, and, the, and the, what he's doing, he's doing this soul-searching of how you know, he's got to rethink his job and how he, you know, he should have been more aggressive, but he wasn't more aggressive. And the excuse he uses is that, oh, I, I did 23 interviews. up until, And, and you know, it never, never got mentioned with, dude, you're Secretary of Transportation. You're supposed to be driving the action. And also just remember – the derailment is a small part of this. Derailments happen all the time, and yes, you have to get the, the capital equipment better and do all that. It's not the derailment, qua the, this situation, qua the derailment. It is the what happened afterwards. It is the decision to clear the track of those tankers, five of, of those tankers filled with this highly toxic uh, material, to do a controlled release, quote-unquote, and then to the ditch, and then do a controlled or uncontrolled burn. Uh, that is the heart of it. And Clark was the one who's been at the top of this saying, hey, by federal regulations, they they notify the National uh, Command Center, and then it goes from there, and EPA takes over. I want to get this article up because only Clark has been the guy that's pulled this out. Talk to me about this article on Buttigieg. 
But the buried lead is really about the EPA, Jeffrey Clark. Right, Steve. So, yeah, so there's this CNN article. It's, you know, uh, big time damage control from CNN to try to protect Buttigieg and his uh, reputation, you know. And, and so in the course of it, they pitch him as kind of admitting some errors, but explaining that now he's on top of things, you know, with his little hard hat on, which is faced, I think, a lot of uh, just mockery. But buried in the middle of the piece is this amazing sort of line that the CNN author tries to just nonchalant, like, oh, and by the way, uh, EPA signed off on the controlled burn, uh, which obviously is is bombshell, given all the things we've talked about with the Ohio Star in terms of EPA giving uh, the reporters there the runaround and not accepting responsibility. But now here's CNN recognizing you know, much like all these revelations that come out that we're always right about, like the uh, origins of COVID, et cetera, you know, buried in the middle of the story is this admission that EPA did sign off on that controlled burn. So that makes them responsible, Steve. Hang on, hang on. This is why not one reporter, Regan was back out there the other day, not one reporter, not one, has asked him to his face, did you sign off, did you either authorize or you sign off on? And actually, technically, should be the one authorizing it. He did by signing off. They have an asset. That means Joe Biden did it. This gets to the heart of the Biden regime. It's one of the reasons Biden doesn't want to go out there. They don't want to go out there because that's the scene of the crime. And this is a crime because I think it's reckless, reckless endangerment of people. Norfolk Southern is, is a huge culprit here. Don't get me wrong. But from the moment that tanker went over, the, the, those tanks went over, they still have not been forced to come out publicly and talk to us about the analysis because all the people from those blocks, all the houses closed, all the people were evacuated. They've never been forced to come forward and show us what the analysis is, what the modeling is of their initial argument, which we got to get the fluid out of those tanks because it's highly toxic and flammable and volatile and all that. Because the reason they did it, ladies and gentlemen, is that you couldn't move the tanks with the fluid in there. They wanted the tanks off the track. They wanted to clear the track to get the trains rolling again, which – Hey, I understand. You want to commerce, you got to get the trains rolling. I'm all for that. But you got to weigh that. That's why EPA, that's why you're paying $6 trillion a year for a government. That's why EPA has to be in there and say, hey, maybe we just do a, control, a controlled release to other tank, tanker you know, trucks. It'll take forever, but we do that and get this stuff out of here safely. But you see how the media works. Now EPA is going to say, well, we admitted that. In this article, the EPA says they, they signed off on it. That means, because as you so rightly uh, brought up, Clark, that responsibility is really with the president. He delegates that out through executive orders, which is the way you do it, to, to the EPA administrator, correct? That they're, they're the correct. ones in charge Congress, of things like this? Right. Congress put the authority and the, the duty in the hands of the president of the United States. And then there's a longstanding executive order that goes back about three decades that delegates it to the EPA administrator. But the box, the buck stops with uh, Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, uh, Michael Regan, in the first instance, is supposed to act on that. And now, you know, even CNN is admitting, although it's trying to bury it uh, and hide it, that EPA signed off on that burn, which, you know, released vinyl chloride uh, and the components it degenerates into, which include uh, phosgene gas over a multi-state 
populace, and indeed it probably blew into Canada, just given the way, uh, you know, the, the location of uh, where the burn occurred. I mean, it's it's really extraordinary, and it's something I think that the Biden administration thought they could sweep under the rug, but the people of East Palestine are hurting, and uh, I do want to see all those efforts, Steve, that you're talking about uh, be brought to fruition so that they can get justice. He, 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 here's finally how we got it. Here's who leaked it. Pete Buttigieg and his people leaked it. He wants the heat off. Buttigieg is not a dumb guy. He understands the issue here is not really the derailment. If he can get, if he can get focus on the real issue, it takes the heat off him. Buttigieg leaked it to CNN. Buttigieg definitely leaked it. Hey, not me. It's, it's, they signed off on it. Transportation has nothing to do with that, which is true. That's once, right. Once, those tank, once, the ta- once the tankers go over off the rail and they're sitting there, and you've got to figure out the removal. The Secretary of Transportation is part of the group. But he doesn't have. He's not. He's not the commander. He's not the. He does not. He's not a decision maker. He can't authorize. If Pete Buttigieg has said it, it's okay. Fine. We got your input. You want to. You want to agree and let Norfolk Southern do it. But hey, dude, you're just a, another. You're a higher order Schmendrick, but you're a Schmendrick in this. <laughs> EPA by federal regulation has the command. This is what we've been hammering on. Buttigieg is the guy that trusts me. Buttigieg leaked this to CNN. That, to get the heat off him, because now it's going to start because of the war room and other astute observers. It'll start be pushing. Let's pivot to, uh, and we're going to spend a lot more time on this. The East Palestine thing is vitally important to, to, to the country, to the, not just the folks in East Palestine, which obviously, but to the whole country. Sort, sort this out. Tell me about my favorite topic, the Zuckerbergs. <laughs> so... Uh, Steve, obviously, this goes back to the seminal work from uh, Molly Hemingway in her book, Rigged. Uh, So the uh, Zuckerberg couple spent uh, about $425 million total, most of it to this entity called the Center for Tech and Civic Life, which is an outgrowth of this entity called the New Organizing Institute, which the Washington Post has called uh, the Hogwarts, uh, uh, you know, digital wizardry operation for the Democrat Party. And uh, they spent, you know, that more than $400 million effort to uh, change the outcome of the the 2020 presidential election. They did it by uh, all these kinds of vote by mail uh, funding efforts and buying off local election infrastructure, uh, as was really detailed in that Wisconsin report that you were referring to and that uh, uh, Cortez was talking about in terms of why it's important uh, to know where the Wisconsin Supreme Court is. And, you know, it's a, a tale of morphing groups, right? So there was this new organizing institute group that turned into the Center for Tech and Civic Life. Now there's a, uh, a new entity that's called the, uh, the U.S. Alliance for Election Excellence Collaboration. And the response to the Zuckerbuck's effort was in about, you know, 24 states now, it's clear that you can't use private money to fund elections. Uh, and so now the circumvention effort has started with this new group. And in particular, uh, $2 million was given to DeKalb County, Georgia, because that's one of their key uh, Democrat target states. And they circumvented a 2021 law that the Georgia legislature passed uh, that was designed to block off this kind of money. But the legislation was written slightly too narrowly, and it said that the superintendent of elections couldn't take the money. Oh, so the county took the money and then it transferred it to the superintendent for elections, you know, just as a way to to circumvent the legal restriction. So now the Georgia Senate in uh, Senate Bill uh, 222 
they've you know closed that loophole. And I think one of the things the War Room Posse could do is make sure that uh, Senate Bill 222 becomes uh, you know, fully enacted law in Georgia to close off that loophole uh, for good and and block this private money from uh, uh, preventing our elections, Steve. So walk us through what's the action is taking. I tell you what, we're going to take a short commercial break. Short commercial break. Jeff Clark's going to be with us. Uh, this obviously. The Zuckerberg situation is one that's got to get sorted. We cannot have a replay of uh, of 2020. The short commercial break. Jeff Clark on the other side. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say. But you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range. And with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I want to make sure we get this. Here's what I'm confused about, uh, Clark. So so I know you're going to make it all so I can understand it. A simpleton like me can understand this. Isn't this issue, and they got this group, it's a Carl Rove group, and you know I'm no fan about this group at all because I don't like the people associated with it. But they are out there trying to do some things that maybe we can jointly say are constructive. And I think Bill Barr is part of that group. Didn't Barr know all about this in, 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 uh, in 2020 and didn't do anything about it as Attorney General, sir? Yeah, so this group is called uh, Right, Restoring Integrity uh, in Elections, and uh, it was founded by, uh, co-founded by Carl Rove and, and Bill Barr's on the board. So they're going after this attempted uh, circumvention of, uh, you know, the ban on Zuckerbucks in Georgia under state law, which is good. So, you know, uh, great. But what it points out, though, is, you know, what... What amazing, uh, you know, chutzpah to be on the board of a group going after this when you were the attorney general and you had the massive, far larger Zuckerbucks program across multiple states. And, you know, Bill Barr didn't do anything about that. And the amazing thing, Steve, is, look, there are seven litigating divisions in the Justice Department. Um, One of them is called the tax division. And the tax division could have looked into this issue and decided to yank the uh, the tax uh, uh, you know exemptions and protections for uh, the Center for Tech and Civic Life that was spending the Zuckbucks money, but it didn't. And you know this is why the Center for Renewing America. You know I I 
uh, uh, worked on two letters we sent back in September, uh, you know, into the IRS complaining about the fact that they still have their tax exemption as a 501c3. And probably the Zuckerberg and his wife took personal tax deductions for that, Steve. It's just outrageous. And nothing was done about it while Bill Barr was the attorney general. Um, and he had ample, you agree with me, he had ample opportunity to do that, correct? Well, there were stories about, uh, you know, Zuckerbucks uh, back, uh, you know, earlier in 2020, Steve. It's not a problem that just emerged uh, and was recognized, you know, even though it was very fully explored in Molly Hemingway's book. I mean, people were looking at this issue for a while and raising questions. Uh, and we know it was a particularly big problem in, in Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, it was just ignored. And indeed, I've looked at Bill Barr's January 6th committee testimony, and basically he defines what he looked at, right, since he said, you know, I didn't find anything that could have affected the outcome of the election. He defined it in such a way that it would not include something like the Zuckerbucks program, which is also flabbergasting, Steve. Um, I want to go back. I want to make sure everybody in the audience understands this is because I keep saying if you don't get Arizona, Georgia and Wisconsin – Right. And the opposition knows this. They're going to be buried into there. Um, you got, we're going to have real problems because uh, you can't hang your hat. You know, Cortez say, hey, maybe you flip Commonwealth Virginia or Minnesota. Hey, or New Mexico. If that's my if that's my cover, <laughs> I get to get these three. And as much as I think Josh Shapiro uh, could get blown up here in the in the fallout, no pun intended, from uh, from East Palestine, which is right on the Pennsylvania border. And he's done such a terrible job in this. Um, I think you got to assume the elites in Pennsylvania, the Republican donors and elites are so God awful. And you guys are God awful that I don't, uh, I don't see us uh, getting to Pennsylvania, at least right now. It could always happen. We did it in 16. Uh, I know it can happen. We did it in 20, but it was stolen. Um, the, uh, we can do that, but you got to focus on these three. Once again, what can people do, particularly our huge audience in Georgia? It's Georgia Senate Bill 222. What can our audience do? Is it calling their state senators? What do they need to do, Jeffrey Clark? I, I think it's uh, calling their uh, you know, state uh, representatives in the lower house and you know, getting them to get on board with this so that it gets passed. There was you know, a shutoff of this uh, loophole in 2021. Uh, and in reality, that really did close the loophole off. This was just an attempt that was too clever by half by the DeKalb County uh, election folks to try to circumvent that. So it shouldn't be a heavy lift to get them basically to just extend it from the uh, election superintendent to sort of any way by which the money comes into the election office. You can't take private money, Steve. That's That's got to stop. And I think the it, Georgia it, it, members of the War Room Posse have to help do that. Yeah. Have have uh, and we'll get it up so that people know how to get to it. Access it or it's simultaneous things or other things happening in Wisconsin. I mean, we've had this Cortez is able to lay out, and we'll make sure everybody reads his Substack today on this um, massively important Supreme Court race that's in April in in Wisconsin. Uh, to your knowledge, and I know you're on top of things over there, or things like this. And have they tried to circumvent things that they've tried to do in Arizona, in Wisconsin? Or are we good there with shutting? Because you got to shut down the Zuckerbucks. You don't do that. You yeah, you got to shut it down. The, the latest effort, as I understand it, Steve, of circumvention is to call the monies that they try to send in scholarships 
and then they try to convert it into uh, uh, broader grants once the scholarships have kind of gotten the camel's nose under the tent. So that has to be watched. I mean, it's just going to be constant, uh, you know, sort of where what group is the uh, money under, what shell is the P under, and then what is the latest form of the money? Because they're basically just trying to use the money to buy off our elections yeah. when elections should be, yeah. uh, you know, just something that's handled by the local government yeah. so that there's local control and not national control coming out of, you know, big tech and Silicon Valley. Okay, you have to understand that um, constantly the left and all the source-type money and Zuckerberg money, they are relentless in looking at every aspect of how they can game the system. The, the takeaway from this segment is we've got to be constantly on watch, and that's why this show is you know, with the activists. We have got to get in there because it's just going to be relentless. Don't think it's ever going to go away. It's not going to go away. They're going to figure out with their advisor and consultants – how to tip the scale away from you because they don't want Trump. And you see from Trump's speech why they don't want him back. I want to go back before I lose you, Jeff Clark, because we didn't have enough time to develop this today, but we're going to get back to it. Uh, if Denver could put up the, could put up the, um, the CNN article, which is one of the top, and it's a huge article. It's, it's literally a try to salvage Buttigieg's, uh, status as a national political figure, as a guy. I remember in the polling right now, I think he's number two in front of Kamala Harris and back of Biden. If something would happen to Biden, so this guy, for as big a lightweight as he is, he's a total lightweight in, in that realm. And I want to go down. This is three quarters of the way down into the article, and it, and the article's so big they broke it into segments. Right, boom, segments. And this is uh, about Buttigieg. And Buttigieg says earlier that. He agrees with War Room. It's the first time anybody said it. He makes his case that, hey, when the thing went off the track and derailed, his total direct responsibility actually ends there. As transportation secretary, he's accountable for the derailment. But after this, that, it shifts to command. Not that he's not part of it. He's not trying to take away that type of responsibility. He's definitely part of it. But the chain of command is different, and he's not in charge. He says that earlier. But then in this, uh, as it goes down, what's Buttigieg going to do next and in there just down there were no cable news segments about agriculture secretary uh, tom vilsack when the price of eggs spiked in january so that's one of the defenses the epa head michael regan is and i'm quoting from cnn my epa head michael regan is uh the one whose agency has actually taken the lead on the response to the east palestine palestine derailment dash wait for it including signing off on the since-question decision to do a controlled burn of some of the hazardous materials. But few in Washington or beyond could pick him out of a crowd. We're going to make sure you pick him out of a crowd. Let me repeat that. EPA head, this is from CNN. This ain't Gateway Pundit, not Breitbart, not Revolver News, from CNN. In a major story to salvage the reputation and career of Pete Buttigieg. EPA head Michael Regan is the one whose agency has actually taken the lead on the response to the East Palestine derailment, dash, including signing off on the since question decision to do a controlled burn of some of the hazardous materials. Now, okay, folks, here's how the system works. <laughs> that was given to them by Pete Buttigieg's comms people, okay? <laughs> that is... That is 
explosive. Because finally, of the first time, you agree, Clark, we've been on top, and you've been our, you've been our Sherpa on this. They've danced around authorities. It's always general. That's the first time in any coverage. And it was from a, what, 28, uh, Feb- or 28 February article. I think uh, the, um, I may have the date of that article wrong, but it's an article from a couple of days ago. That's the first time they've actually assigned responsibility for this to, 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 to Michael Regan, correct? That's the clearest I've seen, uh, Steve. And, and I think your theory about uh, uh, Buttigieg is entirely correct, right? He's pointing fingers all over the place. That same article also says, hey, it wasn't you know the Transportation Department. It was the National Transportation Safety Board. It was Regan. Hey, why you know aren't they giving the Agriculture Secretary as hard a time as they're giving me? I mean, it, you know, it's classic uh, whataboutism and pointing fingers in every conceivable direction, except you know at the person in the mirror, Steve. But they're firing. They're firing inside the tent. They're firing inside the tent. This is the thing. What do you think happens? And, and, and I'm kind of concerned. And I haven't seen. It. I got to check the schedule. Why? Why oversight? Why are we not more aggressive and call? Regan should be there today in a hearing, going through. They should have a timeline up there, and they should go through the chain of command. They should go through because you're going to find out. This is one of the most horrific environmental disasters in the history of the country, caused. Not by the derailment, not by the derailment. The derailment puts you in jeopardy. But until I can be seen and see the mathematics and back, because I think they're lying. I don't think there was any real, because they removed the people from the block. What was the problem? Going to take down some of those buildings or something? You're telling me that was what was going to happen? I have to see the model on that and have some top people tell me that. What they wanted to do was to get that stuff out of the tank so they could then move the tanks easier uh, with the fluid out of it. The whole thing was to get the fluid out and, and try to get a, a reclamation project process. Are you kind of concerned that there hasn't been any kind of congressional oversight on this? That nobody's been called up and say, walk me through what happened here, sir? I think there needs to be extensive congressional oversight here, Steve. I think we need a precise timeline. I think we need uh, you know, the call for all the documents about the analysis that was done. Um, you know, We heard, obviously, that there was a concern about shrapnel, like you said, but they evacuated uh, the buildings. So, you know, I had earlier in your show said, look, um, the thing about shrapnel, right, is it does identifiable property damage. And uh, the problem, you know, the, the benefit for Norfolk Southern is if you do a burn, right, you're talking about sending up uh, particles into the sky and then it deposits, but people might not manifest serious illnesses for years and years. So it's a kind of trade off of immediate damage they clearly would have held. Uh, uh, you know, to be responsible for versus, you know, future latent damage that they'll, you know, try to fight in the courts for years and, and not pay off. So, you know, for them, that must have looked like a pretty good exchange. And so they pressed for the controlled burn. And now we hear that, uh, you know, Regan and EPA signed off on that burn. And I, I think that's just terrible for the people of East Palestine. They're going to suffer the health consequences of this for years. I like how CNN goes, the since question, <laughs> the since question, <laughs> control, control burn. Uh, Jeffrey Clark, how do people get to you? So uh, I'm at uh, Jeff Clark US on both Getter and Twitter and on Real Jeff Clark on Truth Social. Also, uh, there's the Center for Renewing America at AmericaRenewing.com. And on my feeds today, I'll repost the letter, Steve, that uh, we sent to the IRS about the uh, Zuckerberg's, uh, you know, program here to pervert the election machinery. 
You guys, Russ and you guys are doing just incredible work. Incredible work. Incredible work. Jeff Clark, thank you. The Attorney General in the second Trump term, Jeffrey Clark, joined us. Thank you very much, Jeff. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. You're having people, to some extent, I heard yesterday, come up and say, I'm going to defund the FBI and the Interior Department. No, they're not. They're not going to defund it. I promise you they're not going to defund any of it. We've had other people come up here and tell you that if we only could get rid of Fox News, everything would be better, which is ridiculous. You don't have to agree with everything, but that means you wouldn't hear Tucker or Pete or Will Cain. Or you, or Life, Liberty, and Levin. Or a whole bunch. So that's, that's not appropriate. The left is starting to get nervous. They're starting to attack the process. They, of all people, saying we're It's not about Mark, 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 Mark. You know it's me. It's Stephen K. Bannon. Okay? I didn't say that. So don't spin and don't hide. Say my name. You're going to say it? Say it. And this is here with Fox. Here's what I said. If the Murdochs, the guys that signed your paycheck, okay, when they sit there and say that they are not going to allow Trump back in the White House and you don't cover him, and by the way, did you ever go to the Murdochs and say, I don't think this is acceptable. I'd like to have Trump on my show. I don't think it's acceptable not to cover Trump live. And the first time it was covered live was a couple hours after you because of what I said on that stage. And there, it's really, there, it's not so much what I said, it's the audience response because they're scared to death of losing their audience. Let me just go back over this and make sure, Mark, you can take out your number two pencil and write it down. The Murdochs are rootless cosmopolitan elites, globalists, okay? They are foreigners, and they have done a lot of uh, destructive work through Fox News, okay? And they are not going to be allowed to work with the Ken Griffins and the Mitch McConnells to thwart and suppress Donald Trump's voice. 
Now, a good first ever was playing his entire CPAC thing, which they had no intention of doing. They didn't cover any of CPAC. This is not because of what they leaked about the schlaps. It has nothing to do with the schlaps. This had to do with Donald J. Trump. They did not want to cover it. And we are not only not backing down, I'm doubling down, okay, because this is not going to have these softball interviews and infomercials, particularly for DeSantis. Governor DeSantis has got to stand on his own two feet like anybody, just like Trump, okay? Governor DeSantis and, and Nikki Haley and, and, and Tim, Tim Scott and, uh, and Mike Pompeo and the rest, they're, they're fine people. And they've served the country, done a good job. But we're in a time of war, okay? And Fox is the network that supports the neoliberal, neocon world order that's collapsing around us and has done so much destruction to the economic well-being and, quite frankly, the sons and daughters of MAGA and the deplorables. Who's, there's, it's their sons and daughters that have died on these battlefields, and that's, that's stopping. We're not doing, not doing that. All the fanboying on Zelensky and Ukraine – we don't care. Over. Zero money. Right? All the fanboying on what McCarthy did in Unity, boom. We didn't have the first five five days of the, of the year. We would be nowhere right now with anything. As, as weak as I know some of the people think, we would have had nothing. So support the Magnificent Six, the Mighty 20. That's the war room. We're not backing down. And I don't need Fox. I didn't need Fox in 16 when they came after me about going after Megyn Kelly when she tried to kneecap Fox. PBS did a special. Megyn Kelly's in the big crocodile tears coming down here. He's so mean. He's such a misogynist. He's been such a misogynist. And he, you know, I had security problems. Hey, tough lady. You're coming after Trump. You got to go through, you got to go through, uh, you got to go through the war room. You got to go through Breitbart. Okay. Just, just the way it is. Sorry about that. Sorry, not sorry. So no. I am very proud of what I said. I'm even prouder of the audience response, and I'm proud that they blinked immediately because they're gutless. Did I mention rootless cosmopolitan elites? That's what they are, from London to East Hampton to Paris to you know, um, Upper East Side, all of it. Uh, but we've only, we've only just begun because we have a country to save, right? We're not into unity. We're into victory. And Donald Trump laid out some massive policy positions. They weren't getting to more of those later in the day. Uh, Crom Carmichael, I'm sorry we didn't have you at CPAC. People are coming to you. You're kind of a cult hero there. People go, it's worth Crom. Tell me about Salty and about what you can do to make sure we got healthy hearts. You need heart of a lion. To, to, what we're going to go through, folks, you need a heart of a lion, but we need that heart healthy. Crom Carmichael, take it away. Well, Steve, I understand from our mutual friend, Mike Leahy, that you knocked it out of the park at CPAC. So congratulations on uh, for what you all the things you do uh, for our country. Um, Solti is a is a supplement as I've talked about on on War Room. It'll help you manage your cholesterol. Uh, it's heart healthy and uh, it doesn't work. I will say this: it doesn't work for everybody, but it works for works for the very very high percentage of people who take it. Uh, we have clinical trials that we did 18 years ago that showed that it lowered cholesterol on average of 17% for the people who, who took it versus the placebo, the people who didn't. In my personal case, it lowered my bad cholesterol from 130 to 89 and kept it under 90. I'm 74 years old. I take zero prescription drugs. We got a really nice letter. We get a lot of the emails from our customers, but this one kind of stood out as from Linda. It says, P.S., I love this stuff. I just had my blood work done. And I usually take blood pressure medicine. So before I went, I took soul tea, and then I took my blood pressure pill about two hours later. When I was checked, the doctor said my blood pressure was down. 
and that I may not, I may be able to come off of my prescriptions. Uh, he also said my cholesterol was under 200. My triglycerides were lower. Now, our science is on cholesterol, but we also know that our product is heart healthy. And that is it helps your whole cardiovascular system. So if you want to have a stronger heart and if you want to have, we hope, lower cholesterol and do it naturally, Soul Tea uh, is a product that should be for you. And the way you get Soul Tea is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com and use warroom at checkout and you'll get $29.95 off of your first shipment of a subscription pro program. And then on every subscription, you'll get three bottles for the price of two and we pay the freight. So it's a terrific way to take care of your heart and we have tried to price it so that it's an exceptional bargain. Crom, uh, thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to having you back on the next couple of days. Really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Steve, Crom I sure Crom appreciate you. Thank you. We can get it. Thank you, brother. Make sure, by the way, anybody's got blood pressure medicine, don't ever do anything you don't do with your doctors. Make sure your doctor's checking all this out, okay? Always. Uh, Charlie Kirk follows us next on Real America Voice. Populist nationalism served up hot. We're going to be back here 5 to 7, and uh, I guarantee you'll be on fire check. See you then, 5 to 7. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Soul Tea. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.